Hi, I'm Rich Keeble. And I'm afraid it's just me. Um, but don't worry, this is just a best of compilation, uh, so you won't have to sit through uh, too much of just me. Um, we edited this together a little while ago, but uh, I was working and very busy, and now Jenny is working very busy, so we haven't managed to actually coordinate uh, to record any commentary for this. Um, but uh, we decided uh, that I would just do this quickly, uh, just to get it out before Christmas. Um, Jenny is currently um, fully immersed in Panto. She is currently appearing as the fairy godmother in Cinderella at the Cliffs Pavilion, Southend on Sea, from right now, well, from last week, in fact, um, until the 2nd of January with uh, Brian Conley. It's a puppet! Uh, I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about there. Yes, so here's a, here's a little message uh, from Jenny in response to a message I left her where I used a slightly more vulgar expression for her being fully immersed in panto. I'm listening as I'm driving. Um, yeah, you do the intro. As long as you say the phrase, she's balls deep in panto. <laughs> Because I love it. A fairy godmother balls deep in panto. I mean, you go, ah! Literally nearly. <laughs> Literally nearly got killed by a seagull, even though it was in the front of my car. Uh, and it, but it was fucking massive. <laughs> yeah, you do it, babe. Yeah, balls deep in panto. That was Jenny there, and um, you'll be pleased to know that um, she is currently alive and well. Um, so, without further ado, uh, here is a selection of fun clips that we thought um, were quite amusing from the first series. Um, we've got a few stories about uh, Jenny and I individually being cut from things. Then we've got a bit of silliness, uh, swearing children, pooing adults... And then we end on a rather nice anecdote uh, from Jenny, truly living the showbiz lifestyle. Please enjoy. Did I tell you about the Michael Caine film? I, uh, I was in this Michael Caine film called uh, King of Thieves, um, which was a Hatton Garden story, sort of rehash. You know those old blokes that broke into Hatton Garden and yeah. sort of stole a load of jewels and stuff like that? There was about three things on at the same time. There was a there was a film with this Michael Caine film. I think there was a film with Larry Lamb in it as well. And then there was like a TV miniseries or something, all about the same story. Anyway, the one the Michael Caine one was supposed to be like the big budget sort of, um, you know, the one. It had Michael Caine in it, Ray Winston, Paul Whitehouse, um, Michael Gambon, lo loads of people in it. Nice. Uh, Rich Keeble. Rich Keeble. Um, but yeah, I, I, I did a day with a uh, second unit director where I was playing a security guard. Basically, so the story, um, you know, they, they break into this uh, vault and uh, there's a bit where they, I think they disconnect the alarm or something and, and he pulls the uh, aerial off this Wi-Fi router thing. So they think they're all clean with the alarms and stuff like that. Anyway, they drill through the um, the vault, this however many feet thick bit of concrete, whatever it is, uh, and then the signal gets through for the alarm and it actually alerts um, a security team. Okay, so I shot a bit in that film where I'm I'm on a night shift, I'm making a cup of coffee, I'm sort of walking through and I sit down at my screen and I notice this little flashing 
um, thing on my screen, okay? And I then phone up a security guy and I say something about, oh, can you go and can you go down to Hatton Garden and check that out? Thanks, mate. I think we improvised a bit. I think I said, oh, did I wake you up? <laughs> Hilarious. Um, and uh, we did it a load of times because it was a Michael Caine film. We did all these different tracking shots and um, they had to send the rushes over to the, the, the main director who was filming a helicopter scene. This is all very exciting, I have to say. That's why I'm not saying anything. Um, well, it, it's, it's, it, it is exciting, I suppose. And, yeah. and we did all this stuff. And then I, I had to wait around for a few hours. And um, then eventually said, oh, sorry, we've got to reshoot it all. <laughs> oh, fuck. You know, I'm the only actor in it. You think. I must, but it was they wanted them different tracking shots, you know, because, you know, they wanted me to, you know, I'm picking up the phone. They wanted to do a version where they kind of pull focus on the phone. And they sort of tilt up to me and just doing all these different. People sort of, really different don't coverages. know how in, intricate filming is it really is just yeah and and that intricate. was and film you know they can just get a couple of minutes worth in a, in, a, in a day or something just because they're just getting so much coverage and and, and to, to sort in the edit and it's just you know that attention to detail that sort of distinguishes it from lower budget stuff anyway we did all that and then like a year later uh, I got an invite to, well I got invited to the rap party and I thought well, you know I'll go um, I got invited to a screening in Leicester Square and uh, there was an actor I know who was who was there as well. And we both sat together and watching this thing. And I was thinking, well, I'm a bit nervous, actually, a bit nervous. Um, we got to the bit where um, Michael Caine and uh, uh, is it Charlie Cox... Anyway, they were they were there and they, and they just ripped off the... Uh, they ripped off the, the Wi-Fi thing. And I, I started to get a bit... Oh. <laughs> Uh, and the alarm started going off. And anyway, I was just thinking, oh, God, any minute now, any minute now, any minute now. Um, and then there's a bit of clamp, bit of commotion. And then um, I think they cut the alarm. And then we, we see uh, a security guard sort of like sniffing around with a torch. And that was the moment where I realised, ah, so that guy oh, with the torch no. is the guy that is I just got on the phone phoned. to. So uh, they've cut my scene. So oh, I was, I remember saying to people, oh, I worked on this Michael Caine film, but I, I remember thinking it's one of those scenes that I reckon they could just really cut it down for time if they needed to. Mm. And I thought, you know, I might end up with no lines. You know, they, they might just have me walking down, looking at the light or something like that. I'd be like, well, that's a shame. But yeah, just cut the scene completely. Gone. Absolutely gone. And I found out, I found out in that cinema watching that screening of that. It was nice of them to tell you. <laughs> yeah, well, I bumped into the, the second, the sorry, the, the second unit director was there. And he said, oh, hey, Rich. And I said, oh, yeah, hey, man, how you doing? And I said, oh, shame, I, uh, shame they cut me. And he said, oh, yeah, I didn't, oh, they didn't tell you. And I probably wouldn't have been here if uh, <laughs> wouldn't have turned up on a Sunday morning to this. Uh, so, yeah, that was... Eight o'clock Sunday morning. So you never know. You never know with these things. Did, uh, I, did I tell you about the Andy Serkis? film uh no that i kind of didn't do <laughs> so if you're willing to talk i'm willing to listen okay so andy circus did um sex and drugs and rock and roll uh oh, and the it was ian jury, jury thing i nearly said it was jury lane and the blockheads <laughs> <laughs> It was Drury Lane. It was in Drury at the Blockheads. And um, I'd sort of... Now, 
this is a whole nother conversation about whether an actor should or shouldn't do this. But I was skint and I would say don't do it if you are an actor because how I was treated on a couple of ones I did do, which still might be on my CV because I was, I like to say, featured um, air stewardess in the special relationship. I did some extra work. Oh, dear God. Oh, dear God, I'd rather eat my own spleen and stick pins in my eyes. I'm not saying that to everyone, but to me, because cripes on a bike. Wow. <laughs> anyway, so I'd signed with this, this I didn't know was an extra agency. I sort of thought they did auditions as well. Anyway, I can't remember what they're called. And I, should have got, I should have got the gist when I went, would you like my headshot on CV? And they went, no. I was like, okay. Anyway. <laughs> So she got in touch with me and she said, oh, something like, I need, the, I think the character was called Pretty Girl with Boobs Out. <laughs> that was the name. And the character was, um, anyway, I sent her some random modelling shot I did with a wig and my boobs out. And, you know, it was quite, I'll only send photos of my boobs out if it, it it's sort of like, that's the only shot I've got, and it was very cold studio, so my boobs looked like the boobs you had just had on. Very firm and perky. Thank you. Not flappy spaniel's ears. <laughs> <laughs> so I sent that off, and they were like, yeah, you're fine. I was like, okay, great. So I turn up, and I thought, right, oh, my gosh, I'm going to work with Matt White Hat Cross. Matt White Cross? Wick Cross. White Cross. He did Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll and, and loads more, and he's also done Guantanamo Bay film. Anyway, I was like... Oh, oh my gosh, I'm going to work with this director and you should always know a bit about your director and what they've done. So I got mm. this Guantanamo Bay film, which is still in my drawer, which I'll send to you because it's brilliant, but you can probably get it on Netflix. I digress. And I watch that, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I turn up to set and the scene is, I'm in bed with Ian, is it Jury or Drury? What is it? I think it's Ian Jury. Um... So I'm in bed with Ian. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, we are having sexual intercourse. Four. And as we're having sexual intercourse, he is going, hit me with your rhythm stick. Hit me. Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happens? I think it was, again, name check. Is it Fandy Newton? Yeah, although I think recently she's announced that she's, that was actually a typo on a film and she's going by her proper name, which is something more complicated. But yes, Sandy okay. Newton, yes. And it might not have even been her. I'm so I was so distressed by the whole situation that it's um it's all gone into a blur. So as per usual, I'm probably getting things wrong. Anyway, I think it was her. So while he was hitting me with his rhythm stick, she comes in, pulls the covers off, huge close up on me. I made that bit up. Uh anyway, she's he's busted for shagging me. Doing the dirty. Pretty girl with boobs out is. So I'm on set from, you know, eight o'clock, which isn't early, is it? But eight o'clock, sitting there with my book. I remember it was just me. I remember very, very um, uh, vividly I was reading Red Dragon. Thank you. So I'm reading and I'm reading, reading a bit more, reading a bit more. Gosh, time, reading a bit more. Oh, tea. Okay, reading a lunch. Okay. Oh, going to makeup. Yes. So she does my hair. She gives me this really naff 80s perm thing. 
Now it's body makeup time. I mean, seriously, my skin has never looked so glowing and beautiful. I'm getting my breasts done. I'm getting my bottom done. I'm like, didn't know there's going to be a bum shot, but whatever. Um, got quite chatty with the, the makeup women. A lovely a few photos. I think this was all before iPhones. So, you know, digital camera and all mm. that. Um, uh, first ADs, lovely comes in. We're having chats, blah, blah, blah. Time goes by, time goes by, time goes by. He comes in and he looks at me. And then he suddenly passes me a Freddo the Frog Cabris little treat. He went, I'm really sorry. I went, what? I went, they've run out of time. Your scene's been cut. <clears throat> Rich, I cried. <laughs> oh. I was going through such a shit time. I hadn't got any work and I'd managed to get this job. And it, I think it was definitely extra money. It was like £90. And I cried. I was so upset. And I phoned my agent at the time and he was like, oh, it's all good, darling. It's good because you don't want to be known as a girl who got her breasts out in a film. Yes, I do, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I tell you another story about being cut from things? Yeah. The, the reason I was thinking about this today is that, uh, do you know Sally Lindsay? I know that name. How do I know that name? She's an actress who is, um, I think, reasonably well-known. I did a... I'll tell you what, I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to uh, conceal the names of the people involved. Um, but you might is that so you don't get sued? Uh, well, I'm not saying anything that isn't true, but, um, you know... It's, really, you know <laughs> yes. it's, it's a sensitive... It's a sensitive <laughs> thing. So she was... So there's a, there, was a, there was a Saturday night sort of entertainment programme... Uh, that contained a, uh, a series of sketches uh, as, as one, you know, VTs, as some sort of segment. What sort of year um, are we talking about here, Rich? Uh, a couple of years ago, I suppose, maybe two or three years ago. Okay. And um, I was asked to be in uh, one of these sketches uh, to play... Uh, basically, this... Um, Sally Lindsay was playing a, a character based on a real person. Not a celebrity, but someone who's spouse had written in or something um ha had had a series of unlucky um events in their life i think one of which was perhaps getting locked in a cupboard at work or something the other one was possibly ruining something at someone's wedding and then the, oh. the other one was the fact they failed their driving test like eight or nine times okay um, <clears throat> so I was asked to be one of the driving instructors. Uh, they had a load of sort of essays and, and uh, people, and then me, me and this other actress were sort of playing one of the, the more sort of main driving driving examiners, and we just had to film a scene. Uh, so uh, the the actress uh, who was another driving examiner was was like the main driving examiner. You know, she sort of top and tailed it, and then I was one where I think I I said a line that. Sally Lindsay's character misinterpreted and slapped me in the face and then I clarified the line and then she apologised. So that was my scene. I would had a few things to say and then she would slap me in the face. Um, and then there were loads of other just cut bits of just her driving really fast or at least a stunt person driving very fast uh, with a, a terrified looking instructor or, or examiner next to them. Anyway, uh, that was supposed to be... Um, Let's say two weeks later, that was supposed to go out. Um, but I think literally about two or three days before it was supposed to go out, one of the main presenters of that television programme 
uh, got arrested for drink driving. Oh, shit. And um, they pulled oh. that episode of that show. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, Rich. This shouldn't be called Jen and Rich's showbiz stories. This should, <clears throat> should be called Rich's cut showbiz encounters. Yeah. And um, I think I emailed the uh, the producer and I said, oh, well, you know, that's done, isn't it? And they were like, oh, well, we'll see what happens. And anyway, um, the show did come back the following week with um, this particular presenter not being present and, and the other main presenter uh, presenting it on their own. It wasn't... Don't say, don't say who it is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know who it is. Um, oh shit! And 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 the the producer said, "Oh well, yeah, they're actually going to show. They're actually going to show it." And I was just like, "Oh, okay, great." Um, so I watched. I watched it, or I recorded it, and I watched it anyway. Whatever. And uh, yes, they did. The, uh, the this presenter said, "Oh, so and so, we've made a we've made a little movie of you or something like that." And they show this little tra- little like beginning trailer of it, <sighs> and they had like clips from the other two uh, sequences. They actually had me in the trailer. It was, just, it was quickly her just slapping me in the face. I was just like, oh, here we go. Great. And then they showed the first segment where she gets stuck in a cupboard. They showed the second one where she has a, gets in trouble at a wedding. And then I'm thinking, well, here we go. They're going to show the, the my bit now. And, and he just goes, thank you very much. You've been a great sport. And then they moved <laughs> on to the rest of it. So <laughs> having gone from thinking that they would just pull the whole thing... And then being told they would show it, they then just cut my bit. But for some reason, they left me in the trailer because I guess they thought, well, we, we weren't editing I mean, that. I mean, it was never going to happen. If one of the main, you know, it was a it was a <laughs> sketch about driving, and one of the main presenters had just been arrested for drink driving. One of the main presenters. It was never in, going to yeah, happen. Yeah. Anyway, he sent me to this audition for this dream team. And the script said, drunk. She is drunk. So it was about a 10 o'clock audition. And bearing in mind, at this time, I think I was 20. So I'm not very experienced. la da 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 So I'd gone into some off-licence or corner shop at 10 o'clock in the morning and bought a bottle of wine. And Three Mills Studio, there's that... You know, Three Mills has got that bridge over the water... I haven't been there for donks. Three mils, people, they, they shoot a lot of telly there, don't they? There's massive rehearsal studios and I'm saying the right thing, aren't I? Listen, I haven't been to Three Mills properly to work since I did Rocky Horror, which is in 1999, so there you go. Anyway, there's this bridge. Anyway, I'm sitting at 10 o'clock in the morning swigging this wine, thinking, I need to get in character, maybe I should get a bit pissed. I need to get to... Anyway, going to this casting, and it's just a guy, you know, a guy with a camcorder. And I sit down and I do the script. And I'm a bit like, you said that you were going to go and do this. <laughs> and, <other." laughs> and he went, cut. What? Um, he went, Jenny, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I went, well, she's drunk. He went, no, just, just do the lines. <laughs> and I did the lines. And then he shut the camcorder and went, Thanks so much, that'll be all. <laughs> Thanks so much, that'll be all. And I left. <laughs> and then I never heard from them again. <laughs> so, there you go. Oh, 
oh god and people are probably going well <laughs> well <laughs> I don't know if this should be called Jen and Rich's showbiz stories or Jen and Rich's showbiz failures yeah well um... <laughs> I know right Jen and Rich prove why they shouldn't be employed in the future oh, I think you... that just shows your commitment to the role oh do you know what else I've done the character's I... drunk oh. I'll be drunk it's, I just, it's admirable. But I wasn't drunk. I was trying to be drunk. It would have been better if I was just drunk. Just took the edge off. <laughs> it, but it didn't even do that. Do you know, the funny thing is, you know, it's that absolute thing. Once I was up for a commercial and I went out the night before. <sighs> Listen, people, I can go a long time without drinking, I'm just saying. And this was a commercial in 2003. I went out the night before, got absolutely blottoed, got up the next day, was absolutely hanging. It was another bikini advert. I stuffed my bra with my socks to make my boobs look bigger. They kept me waiting in the waiting hall, whatever, for two and a half hours. Oh, dear. And even he was sitting there going, I'm sorry it's so late. A cameraman hasn't turned up. I was like, Jesus. Anyway, I walked in, did what I was supposed to do. I had to run across hot sand and, oh, 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 oh. I think I've referred to this before on a previous podcast. This was the one I got with Ricky Gervais before he was Ricky Gervais, even though he was Ricky Gervais. Oh, yes. Did yes. I? Anyway, the point is, I was hang- hungover. I had s- s- socks stuffed in my bra. I did the audition two and a half hours after the call day time. I was a bit like, oh, I just need to go home to bed. And you get the gig. <laughs> there you go, you see. So the lesson there to any up-and-coming actors is go out and get drunk the night before. But my, my four-and-a-half-year-old, she repeats everything. Uh, the other day I, um, I called someone, I was driving her around, I called someone a dickhead, very, yes. violent, very violently. And uh, she just said... <laughs> What, 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 which dickhead? Or something like that. <laughs> Whoops. Um, my, yeah, my older daughter, she's gone. I, I never really know how to deal with that. I think you just need to pretend it's not a big deal and not go, oh, don't say that. Um, I haven't heard her say it since, luckily. But, um, yeah, my wife and I have, have dropped a few clangers. Like once, just completely out of the blue, I, I can't remember what it, what it was. I think maybe, I, I, maybe I'd shaved my beard off or I'd done something that made me look quite different. And my older daughter just came in and she just went, oh, my fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ooh. I was around my friend's house the other day <laughs> and her baby, she was two, or she's three now, was in her high chair eating her food and she's just starting to string sort of sentence words together sentences together and her mummy tried to put some food in her mouth and she just went fuck off (laughs) (laughs) i just had to look away and not laugh (laughs) why is it so funny when babies swear (laughs) yeah just just picking up on it and just just using it I think what she was, yeah, she, she'd, what my daughter had cleverly done, with oh my fuck, she'd cleverly oh combined my oh my God and fuck, clearly. But yeah, she, <laughs> she stopped saying that after a while. But like, the but other it's day. the fact that she was staring at your face when she said it. <laughs> yeah, just, it was a genuine, oh my fuck. Um, 
and the other day the other day um she was just i was chatting to my wife and um my older daughter was out in the out, out in the hallway <laughs> and i could just i just heard her say something i just said to my wife i said what's what's she saying there and i said what did you just say? what did you just say and 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 my my older daughter was just kind of just picking something up and she's going shit oh shit and i just said what did you just say she just said shit and i said okay don't say that and then my wife my wife was sort of looking at me like sort of blaming me and i was just like I said, oh, why is she saying that then? And she was like, mm, I don't know. Why is she? And I just said, well, you do remember that you just you just said you dropped this lolly and it broke and you went, shit, <laughs> about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, did I? Oh, OK. Shall I treat them to something that I normally just send you? It might be hard because I'm not in the moment and feeling it, but shall I maybe treat them to... You know, one of the songs that I might send you on a WhatsApp message. Please do. One. Just 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 imagine that you're sort of um, driving to the tip, um, talking into the phone oh, in yes. one hand. Okay. Um, so I've, I've driven to the tip and I've had this crap outside my house. Not literally. There's one. Uh, for about two months. <laughs> I decided to put it in the car. <laughs> Drive to the tip. Get to the tip. Call Richard. I'm at the tip because I've had so much shit outside my house. I feel sorry for my neighbours. And guess which day the tip's closed. Yes, it's closed on a Wednesday. What day is it today? Fucking Wednesday. About that, like that, <laughs> no? <laughs> Available as a digital download on, on major streaming sites and cassette. I mean, it, it adds joy to a to a, 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 a disheartening situation. It's beautiful. I mean, what you're demonstrating there, Jen, is an ability to sing and an ability to improvise meaningful lyrics. <laughs> what do we call that singing? Absolutely. Great. There was a recognisable tune. It was ah. a, a pleasure to listen to. You know, that, better than the other one the other day. Book. Better than better than the one which just went. I hate fucking rain, I hate fucking rain, fucking rain, I hate fucking rain, fucking rain! Something like that. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's got a good rhythmic quality as well. <laughs> you know, it's, got, it's got energy. That's actually the end of that story. There's not really a punchline <laughs> or anything funny. But she didn't like me at all. And the problem is, when you've got a teacher who doesn't like you and you don't like them, you don't learn. You don't learn! And therefore, my life has been deprived from the French language. But presumably, you've still got fluent French on your CV. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, I can't. Uh, no, listen, I've got a few accents on my CV. I can't even do it. I can't even do a French accent. Can you? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, bonjour, I had to do a French accent in an audio book uh, where you? he had a very strong accent. I oh, fucking I I. Th- bon, um, bonjour, my name is Jenny. I live in Paris. I like to do a wee, and I am very happy. Oh, that's lovely. I can't I can't do a French accent. 
But I think I can do it with the German accent, you know. Well, you know, I live in Hamburg and it's so nice there in the Hamburg. I go to the Ripoban, you know, and that's where I do the sex trading with my lovely friends. I like it so much, yes. I stand on the street and I do the hookah dance. We go from one floor to the other when we are cold. It's very, very good. And then I go upstairs in the Ripoban, have my lovely, lovely fun time with my man, get my Deutschmarks and then come down, yes? Fabulous. Deutschmarks. Fucking hell, that's going back. It's not. You know, now, we didn't talk words. about... Have I interrupted you? Is that the end of that one? Sorry. I don't know. Who cares? Carry on. You were, last week, we didn't talk about something I really wanted to, you to share with the listener. Oh, yeah? What was that? Um, the nappies. <laughs> the nappies. Well, that could be anything. <laughs> yes, I remember because... Yeah, you, I think you... I think I was going to talk about it and then we went on to something else. Yeah, the, the day that we... Um, the day that we recorded that podcast, I had been to Boots to get some constipation medicine for my youngest daughter. <laughs> she was constipated. Oh, poor baby. I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that poor baby. She kept waking us up all fucking night with her constipation. Did you rub her tummy? Fuck off. Just say, shut up. Go back to sleep for fuck's sake. It's 2am, you bastard. Um... No, I had to go to Boots and get some, some stuff for it and then just, I don't know, just keeping an eye on her, basically. But my wife was at work and I was at home and, um, yeah, she did, <laughs> she did um, four poos. Didn't, didn't... Oh, 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 poor baby, she was really blocked up. Yeah, she was very blocked up. She She didn't poo for hours and then sort of later into the afternoon she did one uh, while... Did she just look at you and go like this? She was looking me in the eye, yeah. Because this one, uh, my, my older daughter used to, con- you could constantly tell when she, when she was shitty. <laughs> she was pushing just, one out. She'd be looking at you and do the face. Was this one? <laughs> was this one? She's she's far more discreet. You know, you just, you know, you, you don't notice anything and suddenly you, you, she's walking around with like a massive weight hanging out of her ass. <laughs> and you go, oh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got the image and she's walking all bandy legs because her poor nap is very well, Hello. Shit. Hello, we better deal with that. Um, but yeah, this time, this time, you know, I gave her this stuff. It was a dose of whatever it was, 10 mil, and it says you can split it up. So I gave her 5 mil. I thought I'd give her some more later. And yeah, yeah, yeah she gave me the look. And then, uh, yeah, I checked it out and there was, there was quite a solid, quite a solid lump in there. Uh, so I text, my, I text my wife. Oh, you had a picture. <laughs> I said, oh, here we go. Started off. And then not, not long after that, uh, she did another fairly substantial chunk. Uh, which was that, <laughs> these are both pretty, pretty solid. And, you know, you, can, you could sort of empathise. You can imagine passing those yourself. Um, oh, crikey bobs. <laughs> And then the That's third, and the third one she did, um, was was a lot was a lot softer. <laughs> that that always happens. I've done that. <laughs> it's like the first couple are like rocks. It's By like the time plunk. you get to the yeah. fourth or fifth, it's like flipping drain water. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, or well, thir- sludgy stuff. Oh yeah, and the th- the third one was getting a lot softer, and then there was a fourth one, 
which was yeah that was just sludge <laughs> so so hang on are you changing these nappies like four or five nappies down here oh yeah no I'm, I'm not a monster I'm not going oh look at that <laughs> chunk and then putting it back on I'm changing it you know it's a new one <laughs> I'm not thinking, oh no, there'll be another one along in a minute. I'll save, I'll save a nappy. I'll leave it on her. <laughs> now that was that. And then she, then she was in a, she was in a great mood after that. And I was thinking, crikey, she's really, she's a lot lighter now. But the thing is, I was, this, this just, when you become, I never thought this would happen to me, but you do end up just talking about shit a lot when you've got kids. And that was, I was just texting my wife each time. Oh. Another lump. Oh, no, this one's a bit softer. Number four, full-on diarrhoea, number four. That's good. And my wife just, like, giving me a little thumbs-up emojis back. You know, she's like, this is what we're fucking talking about. Um, and of course, yeah. she's now t- she's now taken that was that was the one. She was kind of back to normal the next day, but she she's been taking her nappy off a lot for some reason. Well, and I told I told I don't think in I, between the legs. Not nice, is it? No, and she likes to I walk mean, around. can you imagine if we were wearing one now? I mean, that plastic lump of padding between your thigh. I don't blame her. I know. Well, I mean, I I we know how to go to the toilet correctly, don't we? We don't need a nappy. Wow. She needs to just learn to. We get, we getting older, Rich. Well, it will go full circle, won't it? Uh-huh. But yeah, the the other day she took a nappy off, and uh, she was in, in in our bedroom with my older one, and um, we just heard a commotion, and then uh, came in there, and she shit on the floor and stepped in it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you just you just get down there. You just it doesn't bother you. You just go, okay, here we go, get down, wipe that up, yeah, stick her under the shower. Oh, Christ. Just sort of get on with it, really. Talking I mean, I pick shit. up Bailey's poo every day. I mean, we've gone from cancer to shit. Mm. What's going to be the time? Sums it up, doesn't it, really? I think that sums it up quite nicely. I just thought yeah. of something else, actually. Yeah, but tell me your Bailey's No, go story. on. No, go. No, no, no. I just pick up Bailey's poo. And a... Yes, what you should do. You should have poo bags in your pocket just in case. And you can just scoop it up, tie a knot in it, chuck it in the bin. Well, actually, that rather that rather beautifully leads on to what I'm about to tell you now, because my older daughter remembers everything. Like she literally just doesn't forget a fucking thing you say to her. She'll bring you'll mention something just really in passing, and she'll bring it up like months later. And go, do you remember that time you did that? And you'd be like, "What the fuck did I tell you that?" And um, yesterday, sorry, not yesterday, a couple of days ago. Uh, I was in the playground with her after after her school. Uh, I had both of them with me. And um, she just said to me, she said, oh, I, I want to just, can I just say something in, in, in your ear? And I said, yeah, go on then. And she said, um, can you show me where you did a poo? <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the park here, we're in the play. I won't say which park. <laughs> and... Like, Are you going to tell me you went running and needed to shit or something? What? And she said, "Can you show me where you had to, where you did that poo?" <laughs> Sorry. And I was like, "Oh God!" Because months ago, like must be over a year ago, it was. I'm sure it was pre. Yeah, it must have been pre-lockdown. Uh, my older one was at school. I was in the park with the younger one, and for some reason, I don't know what it was. 
but I suddenly had a really dodgy tummy, you know. Oh, no. And I thought, oh, I think no. I might actually be in, in mm -hmm. a bit of trouble here. I think I might be in a bit of trouble. Mm -hmm. And um, long story short, I decided to that the best course of action would be for me to find somewhere in the park for me to shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, can you imagine? It'd be, it's a, can you imagine? It'd be like pervert shitting in a tree. Yeah, so I, I I was so close. I actually was um, I was undoing my trousers uh, at one point behind a tree, and then I saw somebody sort of walking a dog. I said, oh, no, I oh not god! Do this. Oh god! But I found I found a bit right right in the corner of the park. I found a bit where there were like a load of bushes and stuff, and you could sort of it looked like a bit of a place where maybe people congregate to to do drugs or something. Clapham, Co Clapham Common. Um, I it wasn't Clapham Common, but I will. No, it wasn't Clapham. No, no, Hampstead Heath. That's where I shot once, and there were condoms all over the floor. Oh right, okay. Well, yeah, Not shot drugs, little... shot a film. Oh right, okay. Yes, thank you for clarifying. You're um, welcome. There was a little area that was quite secluded, and all this, and I basically went there, and I just, you know, check yourself. I, I did it, and I and I wiped my ass with um, <laughs> baby wipes. Oh yes, you had baby wipes. My yeah. dad had to do a poo when we were blackberry picking when we were kids, and he had nothing. He used a dock leaf. Oh yeah, well that's a classic, isn't it? Dock leaf. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wipe your ass with dock leaf. Um, so um, you but, had. Uh, so I did, did it. You and, take, oh, right. And my, yeah, my youngest was just sort of looking at me the whole time, and I was just like, going, "Don't, don't look at me." And then of course, when, when she saw, <laughs> you had to do it in front of her. Well, yeah, you know, she was. <laughs> Couldn't tell it to yeah, yeah. Right. How to traumatise your child. About a fucking year old at that point. I couldn't tell her to meet um, me at home. Daddy did just... poo in park. Yeah, and I'm basically just sort of squatting over doing this... Producing this horrible artefact. <laughs> and... This horrible what? <laughs> artefact. <What did> you... <laughs> horrible, horrible substance. Um... <laughs> And I think she did it. She sort of went something like there or oh, like like oh, like <laughs> suggesting there was a horrible smell, and 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 pointed at it, and then sort of started walking towards it. I was like, no, don't stay there, stay there. And then I sorted myself out, and then that was that. I mean, I I think I probably text my wife almost immediately afterwards because <laughs> that's apparently what we do, just sort of update on poo. <laughs> Poo in the family, whoever it may be. But yeah, so at some point, I think it was with my my older daughter wanted to do a poo and she wanted to go home. And I said, no, you can do it here. It's all right. No, I, I want to do it at home. And I probably said, go on, I've done it. Or something like that <laughs> to convince her to do a, a, a poo. And then I just, an offhanded remark. And then she remembered it months later. So I showed, I said, oh, well, I did it. Oh, yeah, in the corner. It was in the corner over there. And she said, well, show me. So I, I sort of went, we sort of walked over there. I'm, again, I got both kids with me this time. I felt like saying, well, ask, ask your sister. She was there, you know, she'll fucking show you. Um, and we went over there and, and oh, show me exactly. Okay, so we go, we go right into this bit where I did it. And um, she said, well, where is it? And I said, well, what do you mean? Where's the, where's the poo? Yeah. And I said, well, it's not there anymore, love. She was like, oh. Really <laughs> she wanted to see your poo. She was disappointed she couldn't see my poo. And I said, why isn't it there anymore? Well, it was a year ago, <laughs> over a year ago, and it's washed away and sort of whatever. I said, oh. 
asked you to do it again. Imagine if it had still been there. That would have been traumatic. Yeah, so I had my scheduled dates for Singing in the Rain, which was lovely. They gave me some dates in, um, in London um, because someone else is playing the role and they're lovely. But where I, they gave me some dates as well, which was nice. But um, on, what's the day today? Monday. On Friday, they were like, oh, I think we might need you. And to cut a very long story short, I ended up, they ended up saying in the morning, okay, you're just going to do the matinee. And then lovely face thinks she's okay, so she's going to come back for the evening. What normally happens, the the unwritten rule is sort of like, um, if you're off for one show, you're off for both. But it's producer's discretion and... Faye is fantastic and also she is um, uh, um, one of the main, you know, the announced cast. So, you know, they want, they want her to do the show. I totally understand that. Anyway, so I was like, yep, yeah, fine, okay, I'll go up and do the matinee. So we went up and did the matinee, bearing in mind, what, that's, what was the date on Friday? About the 28th, wasn't it? I hadn't done the show since the 10th of August. But it's always in my head, Rich. It's always there. It's just tucked away in case of It's in your bones. Out. It's in my bones, babe. So anyway, did the show. Lovely. Two of my besties managed to whiz up on two of my other amazing pals. So after the show, amazing. We'll talk about the show later. I'll just tell you about what happened. Mm. We were like, great, 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 great. And the fluke was at stage door, a wonderful, wonderful choreographer who I adore and love and haven't really done anything professional with him for 25 years. He was there. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's so lovely to see you. The amazing Bill Deemer, Olivier Award winner, I worship you. Anyway, mm. so I ironically, you know, was there. Well, I say ironically, it'll be ironic. Don't know if that's the right word. Anyway, the point was, I wouldn't normally stand at stage door chatting away, socially distant still, um, for 40 minutes. I'd normally be on the train home or whatever. Anyway, so I was having that long chat. Then my friends who'd gone to get their care came back and went, well, you're done now because Faye's coming back. So why don't we drive home to you home to Leon C because they had an engagement party to go to and we'll go out for dinner. So bearing in mind this, by the time we got in the car, it had been an hour after the show. In normal time, I probably would have almost been home Anyway, so we're sitting in the back of the car. I am, and I'm googling where we're going to go for dinner. <laughs> I'm in the Limehouse Link Tunnel, which is going onto the A13. Suddenly, reiterating the fact I am in the back of the car on the phone. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, the phone rings, and it's the company manager. Whenever the company manager rings, something's happening. I went, oh, it's a company manager. Everyone went, oh. It's the company manager. And I went, hello, Matt. And he went, hello, Jenny. I went, I can't hear you on the channel. I was like, what? She went, um, Faye's still not feeling very well. I was like, oh, I can't hear you. I'll text you. And it was so shaping. So he went, I'll text you too. We got out the tunnel, almost out the taxi. He went, I think we need you to come back. And I went, I'm on my way. <laughs> 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 right, so we turned around the traffic. We were going, wasn't the traffic good? Turn around, entering into Bedlam, into roads mm. close, and this, that, and the other. And the rule is I mean, for an actress, you know, when you've got wigs and makeup and that, I like to be there at least an hour before the half, which is 30 sure. minutes before the show starts. And then, but luckily, I still had my makeup on. 
But basically, the rule is, the contractual rule is you have to be there at the half, which is five to seven. If the show's at half seven, it's five to seven. So okay. I, we, ma- we managed to make it. They literally blessed them. We're going through London doing all these U-turns, like, oh, my God, but still driving safely. Um, I've got a good photo of this I'll put on our, our um, Insta. Oh, great. And um, I run, run into the theatre at 20 past seven, run through the audience. Oh, run- God. Okay, I'm lying. I'm lying. It was quarter past. <laughs> Why did I add five minutes? So I'm running through the audience and I'm running through stage door. And basically, I could have, I could have. My friends were like, well, what did you say? Did you say, yes, I'll do it for a thousand pounds? I went, well, actually, I said, oh, I don't suppose someone could get me a can of coconut and some sushi because I've not eaten. <laughs> <laughs> so my lovely resident director went, I'll get it for you. Ran out to the co op, got me a can of coke, some sushi. I've got my brilliant, brilliant, amazing wiggy, Sophie, re curling my hair. And the the mics are on my head, so I've got two mics in the back of my head. Putting the wig on, I'm literally you know an actress stripping, stark bollock naked with my resident director in there, David. He don't care, not interested. And I'm and I'm dressing <laughs> it all up. Then one of my friends in the show's knocking on the door. My lovely friend to go. Oh my gosh, you're back! And I'm just like, I'm really not ready. Shoving some food in, and I went, can someone can someone like clip me earrings on because my fingers stink of fish because I've just eaten some sushi. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, Rich, this has never happened in my life. The company manager texts me. No, the resident director texts me and went, darling, we'll hold the curtain for you. I was like, <laughs> I've made it! They've held the curtain for me! Um, so that happened. And then I, wow. I didn't think... They had Sunday matinees and I didn't think I was doing Sunday. But DFA would, still wasn't, wasn't well enough, bless her. So I kind of did that as well. So it was a lot of adrenaline. Um, it was just amazing. I sent you some of it, didn't I? I was just... Yeah. But because it's so compact and condensed and I didn't know I was doing it, it, it I now feel like I've run a marathon. Oh, God, yeah. That's well, long, uh, that, was, that was long of me talking, sorry, but it was exciting. No, that was great. That was a really interesting... Yeah, that was a really interesting story because I knew you were doing the matinee, but, yeah, I didn't know you were... Well, at, at the time, you didn't either know that you were doing the, uh, <laughs> the evening show. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That was... And how was that evening show? Do you, was it like all, a blur? Oh, all of it. No. The funny thing was, I think the first time I did, when I had my scheduled dates, I was so like, these are my scheduled dates and I'm going on here. And, and I just felt all a bit, you know, I loved them, but... I loved it, Rich, because I got my teeth into a bit more, and you know, and you find new things, and you do something slightly different, and then the audience reacts to it, and you love it. And then there's this, she's a, for anyone who doesn't know Singing in the Rain, it's Lena Lamont is a film star, and um, it, it's all about Singing in the Rain, wonderful film with Gene Kelly. It's all about silent movies, and what happens is um, the talk is are um, coming to fashion. So Lena Lamont is this, trust me people, smoke and mirrors, but this stunningly attractive movie star um, and looks the part, but as soon as she opens her mouth, I mean, the, the, as soon as she opens her mouth, it's, it's awful. Basically, one of the lines is that, that I'm going to just move my microphone slightly away. The, um, 
the producer, the producer of monument, monumental pictures goes, we're going to do talking, we're going to do talking people, uh, we're going to do talking pictures, what's the difference? Hang on, what's the line? Excuse me, hang on, hang on. Um, oh, Lee, uh, so my name's Lena Lamont and it's Don Lockwood, so it goes, Lockwood and Lamont, they talk. And Lena goes, well, of course we talk, doesn't everybody? <laughs> so that's the premise of the show, that she has this dreadful voice and then this wonderful, beautiful, exceptionally talented um, uh, woman, Kathy Seldon, played by the gorgeous Charlotte Go- Gooch. She has a stunning voice, so she dubs Lena. And that's the sort of preference of the, of the show. But it's a very, very funny part. Um, but yeah, no, I got my teeth into it and I delivered lines slightly differently. And I, honestly, I mean, you can tell by how animated it is. It's such a wanky thing. Not a wanky thing, but people often say, oh, this is the best company I've ever worked with and everyone's lovely. I've been doing this for 25 years and I've never known. I've never, even I have worked with lovely companies. I have never known a company like this because they were just glorious can't wait to see you can't wait to have you back you're amazing gonna smash it and we had loads of covers on um oh other covers on and swings on the amazing swings who jump in and do three different parts because they're off ill and honestly rich i'm you can still see i'm i'm buzzing amazing well this is a heartwarming tale of of um they just they just can't get enough of jenny gainer Oh, and I don't know about that. <laughs> West, End, West End star Jenny Gaynor, who has the modesty to just to accept another last-minute show for a can of Coke and a, and a bit of sushi. <laughs> running, through the, running through the crowds, pushing out the way, holding the curtain for her. Uh, what's the expression? Yeah. Desperate. They Pulling were desperate. Pulling the house down. No, bringing bringing <laughs> uh, the house bringing down. Bringing the house down. <clears throat> but, sorry, I know we were just... That all came out of why I look so tired. But I feel like I have she jumped She doesn't look over... tired, ladies and gentlemen. She looks lovely, <laughs> like a professional. <laughs> oh, you're so kind to me. Yes, well, what a lovely showbiz story to end that on. Um, thanks for listening to this. I uh, hope you have a wonderful Christmas, assuming it hasn't been cancelled. And uh, here's a little more from Jenny. Hello, Rich Keeble and our avid, loyal listener. <laughs> Happy Christmas. I am currently in my dressing room, balls deep in panto. I'd just like to say I was quoting Rich Keeble um, saying that, um, but I enjoyed the phrase very much. Um, sending you love from backstage at the Clears Pavilion. Happy Christmas. Hope you enjoyed our best of. Rich Keeble has been exceptionally busy as well, being an absolute superstar in more television series than you could shake a... A stick hat? Ooh! So look forward to seeing him on your telly box in the new year. I will be in Japan. Konnichiwa. And, um, that's it. Happy Christmas from the fairy whose balls deep in panto. Yep. Apologies. See ya. Thank you, Jenny. So, uh, we're hoping to do... A, a second series starting in the new year. Happy Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>